Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. Marshall Fant, back with you. So glad to have you on our next uh, ReChurch. We're doing a special spotlight on one of the ministries of GFA Missions, Mm -hmm. and we have a virtual roundtable once a month during the academic year. And I have John Crocker with us. John, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so John, for those who don't know John, John is one of our GFA missionaries, and he's a field director in Mexico City. Uh, John, so give everyone just a brief background about your ministry there, uh, just not on the field director side, but just in in Mexico City and your family as well. All right. Thank you. Uh, My wife, Andrea, and I, we have five children, and uh, we've lived in Mexico City uh, full-time since 2013. We did a short term here in 2009 and 2010, and then we came back to the field uh, in 2013. Uh, So we've been a total of about 10 years in Mexico City. And uh, we're working here um, in church planting. I was trying to see the gospel spread and churches established here in this, in this uh, what used to be the third largest metropolitan area in the world. I think it's fourth now, uh, but it's still way on up there. Way up. How many people in Mexico City about? In the metropolitan area, uh, around 20 million. The city wow. limits are about 9 million. Okay. All right. And, and again, when I was, uh, before I transitioned GFA, I was a pastor. We supported you and Andrea and really appreciate the ministry you have. So, uh, John and I go back a ways, but what what's happened and what I want to talk about, you know, I personally came to Christ as a freshman at Clemson University, and, and the next year I was discipled by uh, someone one-on-one, and the challenge given to me, John, was, okay, uh, you, you need to be willing to do whatever you want you, what God wants you to do and willing to go wherever God wants you to go, so immediately that became a burden, so I, I yielded my life to the Lord, and and, you know, as we respond to spiritual promptings by the Holy Spirit, we it's important to know what God is doing around the world. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the virtual roundtables is what you get to do as the host of these is to bring missionaries from all around the world uh, in one place at one time through great technology to where people really can pray through, Lord, what would you have me to do? Lord, where would you have me to go? So, again, that's how I've personally been blessed through this ministry. So, what we want to talk about are virtual roundtables, what it is. Okay, so why don't you you kind of host these things and you draw up the, the agenda of each one. So what is a virtual roundtable? How did it come to be? All right, very good. Well, thank you. Um, a virtual roundtable, just think of a, think of a panel discussion between uh, missionaries uh, on, on their fields, missionaries that are in their countries of service. Uh, generally speaking, that's how it's gone. And then we're discussing a different uh, different aspect of missions, different part of the Great Commission, um, and just talking in real time. Uh, these discussions take place on Zoom uh, on Saturday mornings, and uh, people can register and, and attend this panel discussion live and participate, interact, ask questions, follow up with the missionaries uh, right there on the spot. Um, so that's, that's the idea, uh, kind of a panel discussion about missions and different missions topics. And the idea originated um, really through our desire at GFA to be able to connect with college students. Right. Uh, that's where the idea came from. It's, it's grown a little bit and developed since then. In, in 2020 and spring and yeah. early summers, we were, we were realizing that 
uh, a lot of the activities that GFA and other mission boards have um, to connect with college students at different colleges, different Christian colleges, um, were not these, these activities weren't going to happen uh, in 2020. Right. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, GFA offers uh, different kinds of internships for different age groups. We have teens and missions and uh, internships for college students where people can go and live with a missionary and participate in the missionaries ministry for a number of weeks. Right. And we realized that for the summer of 2020, those, those were going to be put on hold. Um, and, and that is really where this idea came from. Uh, when we realized that these internships were not going to happen in 2020, uh, we wanted a way to connect with college students and uh, really see young people stirred up for the cause of Christ and the Great Commission. Um, and, and that was really the impetus uh, behind uh, thinking of this, this opportunity. Everybody started using Zoom and doing these video conferences. And we thought, hey, why don't we try to do something with video, with, with live uh, participation for missionaries around the world and uh, and really uh, and, and try to pitch it first to college students uh, who could hear from missionaries and, and mimic uh, to an extent oh. some aspects of an internship where they're able to learn from missionaries that are on the field um, and, and learn different things about missions um, from missionaries currently serving. All right. So Saturday morning, uh, they start about what time? Eastern time. Uh, the roundtable itself starts at nine o'clock Eastern time. Uh, we open it up a little bit before then for people to come and, uh, we'd like to, uh, converse some, meet people as they come in, um, have a little informal time, like a big living room at the beginning, um, just for people to interact get to know each other a little bit. And then the session itself, the session itself starts at nine o'clock Eastern time and goes till 10 o'clock. And then at 10 o'clock we, we pray, uh, and we know that some people need to leave at that point, but right. then most people actually stick around for another 30 minutes and we have a Q and a time, uh, for people to follow up on the topic of the round table and, uh, direct even specific questions to the missionaries that are on the panel that day. All right. So who, who really, who should watch and why should they watch? I think everybody ought to watch. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. <laughs> um, you know, you know, Christ, um, Christ left, uh, a command for us as his followers to make disciples of all the nations. Um, and this, these round tables are really a way to, uh, to d- explore different aspects of that commission, uh, different ways that uh, we can serve, contribute to that, that mission that Christ has given to us. All right. Now, uh, just another technical question. So are these sessions recorded where people can watch them later? Or do you know? They are that- recorded. We've posted audio so far. Okay. Um, we're, we're looking into the possibility of posting video as well. Uh, one issue there, um, you know, there's some privacy questions yeah. and uh, security questions. We've had participation, live participation from missionaries in restricted access countries. All right. Define and restricted access. So we wanted, wanted to be careful about posting video online yeah. uh, for, that, for that reason mainly. Define restricted access nation. Restricted access nation is uh, a country or a place in the world where uh, there are government restrictions uh, on evangelism or on missions activity. Um, and we've had missionaries that are serving in places like right. that, participating in these round tables. And so we've, we've been careful about posting video for that reason. Uh, but we're looking at uh, the possibility of, of maybe posting video in the future uh, maybe of roundtables that don't include yeah, uh, sure. missionaries from those kinds of places. So, I mean, the, the key is this is live interaction with missionaries in their field of service. And I mean, they may be home and zooming in from where they are. Right. 
but norm mm-hmm. the norm would be the goal would be as as you lead these discussions you got so typically is it would it be three four missionaries joining uh, generally you? it's been four or five yeah. panelists um participating live and and as you were saying we've had uh, we've had um, I counted up a few weeks ago um, just out of curiosity. We've had missionaries from eighteen different countries wow. yeah. uh, on five continents participate in these uh, in the last year or so. All right, so give me an idea or give our listeners and watchers an idea. The average topic. Just give me just a range. What a couple of what are the couple of topics that you've really enjoyed and you think that really interacted with the with the watchers? What would be yeah, good. Good. Um, we've we've addressed a couple times the the call to missions and and things around around that topic, uh, just consecration to Christ to do whatever He wants, as you were saying at the beginning of the podcast. Not necessarily meaning the mission field, but just that submissive heart to do whatever the Lord would have. Uh, we've talked about discipleship as the heart of the Great Commission. Yep. Uh, hidden obstacles uh, to missions, short term medical missions, uh, uh, strategic fields. Uh, where uh, where missionaries could have uh, the opportunity to actually see the gospel expand further uh, from that place. Uh, we've addressed issues of culture and cultural adjustment. So very broad, very broad spectrum um, of different different things related to missions. All right. So again, as a pastor, all right. So how how could I best take advantage? of what y'all are doing on an hour to two hours on a Saturday morning, once a month in the academic year. So how, how could, how, how could a pastor best use this? Yeah, good. Uh, well, we've had, um, we've had some pastors that have joined in um, and they've actually brought a group of men or sometimes of young people um, to, to these meetings, to these round tables. I think that would be a really, a really good, useful way uh, to take advantage of these. So are uh, these, have a, if I have a youth group, would this, would they all be in one place watching as a group or would they each be tuning in or both? They could do it either way. They yeah. could do it either okay. way. Like I, I, I've envisioned, I, I'm thinking if I was in the States, if I were in the States doing, uh, doing this kind of thing and, and, and trying to get people involved in this as a, as a pastor, I would think of a, maybe a men's breakfast or a ladies prayer time or, or a youth group activity in the, on a Saturday morning and then put it together with with this, or you can have an hour to hear from these missionaries live and then maybe have a follow-up even after the Q&A in the roundtable, mm-hmm. have a follow-up uh, with those young people uh, about the topic that was addressed or something like that, I think would be really, really useful and beneficial. Oh, all right. I, so from, from the pastor to the family. So if I'm the head of the home and mm-hmm. I got, you know, I mean, all our five children out of the home, but let's say they were at a point where they were back in the home. So I know you've had some families use this. So can you explain how they did that? Definitely. Uh, what a great way uh, to expose uh, your, your children. Um, I, I have five children as well. Uh, what a great way to expose children to what God is doing in the world. And uh, we've had a family that listens to these, that participates in these at the breakfast table. Um, and they, they put themselves on mute and uh, listen, listen in to this, uh, to the round tables as they go. And, um, I, you know, there, there are other uh, gr- small groups that have participated like that, but we're really grateful to see those families join in and, and try to right. expose their children uh, to what Christ is doing to build his church around the world. All right. So let, let's, again, I'm, I'm trying to use personal illustrations here. So as a pastor, it seemed like almost every missionary we had in 
you know, um, presented the needs of that country. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, okay, sign me up. Where do I go? You know, so, sure. you know, so it, every missionary presentation I have heard impacts me personally in some mm-hmm. way. All right. So you're the host hearing four or five different missionaries around the world um, once a month. So how has, how are these virtual roundtables affected you? I mean, cause mm-hmm. I mean, you're hearing all this and what God is doing and, but then again, the great need. So uh, if you just talk to our, our, our listeners and watchers as, as a veteran missionary, I know mm-hmm. this has impacted you. So share mm-hmm. with them some ways that you or your wife or, you know, your family have been impacted by these. Yeah. Um, I, I get a chance to work with the, with the panelists in the weeks and, and months leading up to the actual round table. And that's, that's been a, a special blessing to me to be able to get to know, uh, so many really fine missionaries, uh, through this process. But, uh, as you're, as you're saying, one thing is one, one thing is just to, to see and even feel the, the immensity of the need, uh, yeah. the task that still remains, uh, that's part of it, uh, for sure. Um, I would also say uh, the emphasis of these roundtables is not so much um, uh, pitching the the different fields where these missionaries serve. Um, so so we do get that we do get from the experience sure. of these missionaries, uh, but the emphasis really is on how we can uh, serve Christ where we are, Amen. Uh, how we can obey Christ's command to look on the fields that are white for harvest. Um, so, so that is happening. Uh, I have come to really admire uh, the faithfulness of so many of these missionaries that have participated uh, in these roundtables. I find myself uh, calling out to the Lord to, to make me faithful like they are. Right. Um, that's, that's another great thing. And I, I, would, I would also say I've been stirred to pray uh, as we look at the immensity of the need around the world. Um, and um, the fact that laborers are still so few. Right. Um, the Christ's command is to pray that the Lord of the harvest would, would send out laborers into his harvest. Uh, it's, it's stirring to hear people talk about how they've, they've learned and how they've grown and how God has used them by his grace over years and even decades. And, and I, I, I put that together with so many places in the world uh, where there is no gospel preaching, where right. there are no workers uh, telling people of Christ. And it, it stirs me to pray that God would raise up laborers um, to, 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 and, and send them out uh, to the harvest. I, I think that's another, going back to one of your earlier questions, I, I think that's another way that pastors could really benefit from this. Right. I think it would stir the, the people in their churches to pray, um, to, um, to be willing uh, to participate in what Christ is doing around the world uh, as well. Yeah, I think, uh, of course, one of my favorite passages, as I pray for missions, is Romans mm-hmm. 10, you know, starting in verse 14. So how, how should they call on him and who they have not believed, and how should they believe in him who they have not heard, and how should they hear without a preacher? You know, so then it's just the, you know, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace. So that whole passage in Roman ten, mm-hmm. I think when when I when I watch and 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 just hear different mission fields again, I'm like you. I'm so thankful for the ones that are there, 
And I'm also so burdened for the ones that, that God with God will call others to be there. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, so I think another advantage, John, just comment on this, if you would, to me, um, it helps put a face with a country. So instead mm-hmm. of just praying for uh, South Africa, okay. Right. I got a face, I got a ministry, I've got to work. You, anything, right. uh, any other comments on that? Yeah. Uh, you, you, I think it does put a face together and a yeah. name, but it also puts um, not not just a face and a name, but an, an activity. I mean, these these missionaries are talking about the things that they have learned about missions, about serving Christ, the things that God has done in their hearts, um, and the kinds of uh, care. You you hear the kind of character qualities uh, that the Lord uses. Uh, you you hear the kind of submit submissive hearts. Uh, that that the Lord uses in ministry, both in the United States and around the world. Um, so it's it's not just putting it is putting a face and a name with a specific right. place, but it really is a way of learning uh, the kind of person that God uses. I think that's one of the reasons I've admired so much uh, these panelists that I've been able to work with on these roundtables. Yeah, um, and, and I, when I, you say the, the the other beauty of what I love about the technology side of it is when you see a face with a person in a country. You realize, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we put missionaries at this in a in an extra biblical category of super saint. Sure. But I, I think the other thing it brings the it brings home, hey, if God can use the John Crockers and the mm-hmm. Bill Knipes and the Jack Mitchells of the world, mm-hmm. you know, they identify and or the Ellen Doyles or the mm-hmm. these wonderful servants all around the world, then God, mm-hmm. maybe you can use me. Right. And I think that's just a, a great idea is you have these panelists and I think people can identify with them. Mm-hmm. Is that, yes. uh, yeah. And, and Absolutely. Different, and different gifting and different right. ministries and different locations and different language mm-hmm. skills and different cultural skills. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has been, it has been, that's actually one of the topics of the, one of the upcoming round tables um, in the spring, Lord willing, uh, will be this this idea of how God uses a variety of people. Not mm-hmm. not every missionary has the same skill set, right? Um, and how what what God wants from us is a submitted heart, uh, a willingness to be used in in the Great Commission, however He sees fit, right? Um, and and the skill set that God has given to us and developed in us is what He intends to use, right? Uh, what He really wants from us is that submitted heart. Amen. And I think the other side of it is, you know, I see John Crocker in a city of, what did you say, 20 million? Mm-hmm. And then I think of Jeff and Elizabeth Owens in Papua New Guinea up and served on the side of Kiari, which is in the middle of nowhere. It takes right. two or three days to get there. Yep. And, and, you know, I, I just I just sit there. You know, God is so good mm-hmm. to get Amen. his word throughout the whole world Amen. with different yep. servants. And then yep. these servants are people that are praying and need and need others to come along beside them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Excellent. Right. So the next roundtable. Okay, so we're recording this. Um, uh, I don't even know what day. I know it is Tuesday, and I know September fourteenth. Thank you very much. I know it's all right, September fourteenth, uh, and this will be aired pretty soon. Uh, in order, the next roundtable is in October. Yes. And so it'll be October. What's the date of that? October 2nd, Saturday, October 2nd. And then there'll be another one in November. And that will right. be on November the schedule. 13th, I think, is the next okay. date, right? But once we once you go to G, there's a gfamissions.org, mm-hmm. 
And I think there's a back, there's a slash roundtables. Is that slash or just, ra- gfamissions.org slash roundtables? Or just Google S. or just Google GFA missions roundtables, right? I and haven't that, done that. Does that work? Oh, well, it should. I mean, you know, I think so. Sure, it would. <laughs> we'll try it and see. All right. So, final question, or or and then I'm going to turn it over to you for wrap up comments. So, yes. um. How do I register? Okay, so I go to this. And so you mm-hmm. need to register ahead of time, right? Isn't right. that correct? Right. Right. That's that's as I said earlier, you know, we sometimes we have participation from people in restricted access nations. So we don't we don't make this completely open to the public. You do have to register. Okay. Uh, so we know who's attending. Uh, but you can go to gfamissions.org slash roundtables, or you can Google, I think, <laughs> GFA Missions Virtual Roundtables. And there's a, there's a link. Actually, you can see there uh, recordings of previous roundtables, audio recordings of all the roundtables we've already had, um, and as well as the, a link to register. Uh, and at that link, you just put in your, your email address, your name, and that's a way for us to send you the Zoom link. Uh, that's really the only thing that registration does for us. It allows us to communicate with you and get you the Zoom link you need to get into the meetings. But sure. I think the other positive of this, because I know our GFA missionaries. So wouldn't you say another positive would be uh, if you're a church supporting, I don't know, John Crocker, or a church supporting someone on the roundtable that yes. they can listen to what's going on and then they can correspond with them uh, if they're not in a restricted access nation. Sure. And so it, I think it just adds another personal element to the fact the more we know our missionaries and the more we know what's going on, the better we can pray. Yes. You want to follow definitely. up on anything like that? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we've, we've, requ- I, I think most of the panelists uh, have communicated with their own supporting churches yeah. um, and, and invited them to come to these roundtables. Um, and, and as you said, it's, it's when a missionary goes to a church, he's generally sharing about his own ministry or her own ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, these are different. Uh, these, these, are, these are missionaries that are sharing about missions in general, about a specific topic, I guess, in, in missions, a specific topic related to the Great Commission and not necessarily his or her own field. It is a little bit more educational and inspirational but not directed toward one specific place. Right. And uh, it's been wonderful to hear missionaries um, from that perspective uh, address these topics. And I, I think for a church that supports one of these missionaries, I think it'd be really meaningful to hear, uh, hear maybe the person speak a little bit outside of the box uh, that, that, that a lot of times is present when right. in a deputation meeting or a furlough right. meeting right. where we're wanting to hear what the, what's going on on the field. Uh, this is a little bit outside of that box uh, to, to talk about missions in general and, and the Great Commission. All right, so to wrap it up, what are the comments, what other challenges would you give our listeners and watchers? What other, any other uh, information that would help them uh, to invite others or to be inspired to tune in? Thank you. Um, I, I've already said, I, I, think, I think we just need to remember um, Christ gave to his church uh, this commission to make disciples of all the nations. And that really does need to be the heart of, of every follower of Christ. Uh, not all go to the mission field. Uh, a small percentage actually go, uh, but uh, it should be the heart of every follower of Christ. Right. And my, my vision for these round tables, my desire for these round tables is that it'd be a tool in the Lord's hands 
uh, to stir God's people up to, to see and, and hear uh, what he's doing around the world to build the church of Christ and, uh, and grow in commitment uh, to that commission, right. uh, grow in commitment to that task. Even if I never leave the States, um, I, my heart is in what God is doing and hearing it from so many different perspectives from people who are currently on the field, currently doing uh, this, currently carrying out this task right. uh, does stir me. Um, and I think it would stir you as well, uh, th- those who are listening, uh, to, to join in, uh, hear what God is doing, and, and really learn uh, about how to, uh, to pray, learn about how to participate in the, in the Great Commission, what Christ is doing in the world. And I would, I would definitely say, um, you know, the recordings are there after uh, to listen to, uh, but it is a, a really special thing to be able to participate live and interact with these missionaries. The Q&A time is really a lot of fun uh, to get the questions that come in and, and direct them to these missionary panelists. Uh, and it's, it's something I would encourage you to register for. Um, and, and again, it's not, um, it's not obligatory. Uh, the, you, uh, we give you the link. And uh, you can come to one of these or as many of these as you'd like. Um, but uh, I would definitely encourage you to consider that this opportunity to, to come personally or maybe to, uh, to check out the next one and then maybe see about getting a little group together at your church or maybe a youth group that could participate in the, uh, in the one in November. Yeah, and I wanna, I'll close with this. But as I was just meditating on what you were saying, I was thinking back to our own church. And some of our greatest prayer warriors for our missionaries were the older retired folks. They had time and burden. They'd been through life enough to know, you know, the gospel's the answer for everything, and they were convinced Amen. of that. But I'd like to just challenge our pastors. Uh, some of these older people may not have, may not be, they may be too intimidated to do Zoom. So why mm-hmm. not set it up at the church? Like you just said, why not just a youth group, but also maybe uh, the young at heart group, the retired group, mm-hmm. and, and even uh, some some of the widows and widowers that may, you know, this may be a great way that they their prayers for the missionaries just may be increased dramatically mm. through this. Amen. So I would challenge pastors and youth pastors or lay people that are listening, why not start this in your church on Saturday mm. mornings once mm. a month and bring in those mm. prayer warriors. Amen. Let them listen and hear because, you know, it's only going to go forward through prayer. We know that. Yep. The battle is Excellent. real. The battle is Amen. Dr. Fan, can I add there? Absolutely. Um, the thing that shakes me the most in 2021 is not COVID. It's not what's going on in politics. The thing that shakes me the most is when I hear uh, from one of our supporting churches about some aged prayer warrior that I know yeah. prays yeah. that has gone on home to, to meet the Lord. And my question is always, who's going to take that person's place? Amen. Uh, to pray for what God is doing around the world. So I think that's a great suggestion. Yeah. Okay. All right, John Crocker, uh, your email address will be in the show notes so people can can, can contact you. And, of course, they can contact me here at GFA. Then call me, and we'll put you in touch with this and, and get you the schedule. And I, and I just challenge our listeners, make it a goal between now and the spring, you know, the academic year, just, just sit in on one. And, and to see how it's going, and and then and and then and use it as a time in your church for a prayer meeting once a month on this during this time, and listen to the missionaries, listen to the challenges, and then I would just say pray for these countries, pray for these missionaries as well as the other missionaries that your church supports. Hey, John, thanks for your time. Amen. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks so much for having. All me. right, have a great day. Thanks, John. All right, you too. Bye bye. 
You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org consulting.